1: That is the sound of a physical altercation in which elbows were thrown between former Opal Liz Cambage and her Nigerian opponent during a warm up match before the Tokyo Olympics in 2021. That was the same match in which it's been alleged that Cambage used racial slurs against her opponents, a claim the Australian has denied. In recent days, this story has taken another twist, with Cambage expressing interest in playing for the Nigerian team, a claim they have denied. So where does all this leave the talented Australian and who is telling the truth? I'm Poppy Penny and this is ABC Sport Daily. Matt Logue is a basketball writer with News Corp and has been following this story for a really long time. Matt, when I think about the Liz Cambage story, I realise that there is a lot to unpack and it's like in a crime show where there are photos on a cork board and there's string linking each of the different elements. And today, Matt, you were gonna help me unpack some of that string you're going to unravel it for us and I want to start at the very beginning well the beginning of this anyway in 2021 pre-Olympic matchup between Australia and Nigeria can you walk us through what happened on court that day?
0: And it is like a crime investigation. It starts, <laughs> the scene of the crime is is Las Vegas of all places, a private scrimmage uh, between the Australians and the Nigerians, as you mentioned. This was a game that was in a COVID bubble, so there were no officials. They had to get officials from the respective teams to basically manage the game. So it wasn't an, an ideal scenario, but irrespective of that, um, they're all professionals and they're there to basically fine-tune before the Olympics. Um, unfortunately, that didn't end up being the case. It was a pretty competitive game, um, as you'd expect. The Nigerians, the way they play is very up and down, very physical. The Opals, similar. And where it started um, was Liz Cambage being the instigator where she's in an, in the post and she's matching up against her opposite big. They sort of go a bit of argy-bargy. There's, there was nothing you know, untoward. And then out of nowhere, Liz has just used her elbow to go whack fair into this Nigerian centre's face. It's cut her open around the neck region. Naturally, she's quite unimpressed with that. It's one thing to be, you know, up together and rubbing shoulders. But once that elbow goes, then and makes contact like that. And it's a deliberate elbow, as we've seen in the video. It's caused a lot of damage and frustration. I think that, that's where it, the attention started to simmer. At that point, the Opals staff will call Tommy out, get Liz out of the game. A lot of Opals players who have recounted to me, you know, without their names being mentioned at this point, mm. have said that, We were a bit surprised that Liz went back into the game after that. You know, she was quite worked up, but Liz went back into the game. She's then matching up um, as the second video that's emerged clearly shows uh, against another player, shoulder to shoulder. She then turns and makes contact with a massive slap to the face of another Nigerian player. Again... Liz has subbed out, and as she's walked, she's walked back to the bench. She's got a back to this player, and this player clearly upset, and I'm not defending her reaction, but she's then bolted, cleaned up Liz from behind with a forearm to the head. Liz has dropped. Interestingly, at that point, a lot of her teammates sort of stood back. No one went in. And at this point is when it is claimed from both camps off the record. And and since in recent days, two Nigerian players have confirmed that at this point is when Liz Cambage is alleged to have used racial uh, slurs aimed at the Nigerians, uh, including monkeys and go back to your third world country. Liz denies this. And she continues to deny this, despite multiple people on both camps confirming that there were racial slurs. Now, at this point, Liz is very worked up. Uh, They're trying to separate them to simmer the tension a little bit. And Liz is quite agitated. You can hear in the video. And at this point, Jenna O'Hay, who's a really close friend of her, grew up with her in Victoria. She's saying, like, Liz, look, I know she hit you, but, like, stop. Liz then goes back. She calms down a bit and the, the, the players come together for a huddle. Liz has a crack at her teammates. I'm more disappointed that you didn't defend me. That was embarrassing. And at that point, you have Jenna O'Hay pleading with Liz, please stop. At that point, the game is called off. That's sort of where it, it starts to answer your first question, Poppy.
1: In the immediate aftermath of that, and you touch on her Opal's teammates a lot in what happened on court that day, Mm. what impact did it have on that wider Opal squad? And this is right before an Olympic Mm. campaign.
0: Oh, it rocked them because at that point, they were very much keen to keep it under wraps. But the impact that it had on her teammates was significant. It was profound because, as I said, Jenna O'Hay grew up with Liz. She spent a lot of the career sometimes defending Liz. I can hold my head up high and say that I always loved her, always cared for her, always supported her, always had her back. And I think the listeners and watchers out there can believe who they want to believe. But yeah, I can hold my head up high. Behind the scenes is simmering sort of tension of, well, we we back you, but a lot of times you've let us down too. And it felt like this was the nail in the coffin. They knew that she instigated it. They knew the, the language towards the Nigerians and that particularly hurt Ezzy Magmagor, who's at Opal's Centre, playing the WBA for Saddle Storm at the moment. She's killing it. And she's Nigerian heritage. Mind you, Liz has got Nigerian heritage through her father. But it really hurt Ezzy. Yeah, it rattled her. She's a, like a gun player, but she had quiet demeanour. So it really hurt Ezzy. And I, I do know that at some point it was prompted that Liz would apologise. But it also particularly had an uh, impact, Poppy, on the coaching staff. As you say, they're trying to prepare for a, uh, an Olympic campaign. And suddenly this has happened. Next thing you know, that the AOC is getting involved. they are working out behind the scenes. And then, then Liz clears out, then puts a statement out saying, my mental health and I don't want to play. And you've got to remember for people that don't necessarily realise too, Liz is a gun player. She was arguably one of the world's best at the time and she was the Opal's best player and she's gone on the back of an incident which was extremely unsavoury and caused a lot of hurt on both teams.
1: Since then, Cam playing career has been turbulent, to say the least. She's changed teams in the WNBA from the Las Vegas Aces to the Los Angeles Sparks. She won't play for the Opals again. And this week, she says... We're filing for me to leave the Australian team so I can represent Nigeria. Because Nigeria would like you to join the team? Mm -hmm. I've been in cahoots. I've been talking with them since all of this happened. After what you've just spoken about... What do you make of this recent development from Cambage?
0: I think we're all shocked as everyone. We're like, surely not. Given the conversation I've had over over an extended period, you know, a two-year period with off the record too with Nigerian players, like I just thought, oh, this doesn't make sense. In fact, it didn't take long for that interview to surface with Liz saying that she's been in cahoots with the Nigerian team for a Nigerian player to come out on Twitter and say, well, no, you've actually been speaking to our former coach, not the current, and we don't want you. And also you did say those things, despite your denials, you did use those racial slurs. And that's also then now been backed up by the Nigerian Federation who have actually said, ignore it. There's been nothing, no intention, ignore that news. To the point, Poppy, where Basketball Australia, on the day I contacted them, they said, well, we don't know anything about it. The rules state that for Liz to even play for Nigeria, Nigeria have to A, accept, then they have to go to FIBA, then FIBA have to take that to Basketball Australia to approve. Now, if it's not even in front of Basketball Australia, they've got nothing to approve. So it erodes that trust a little bit. And I think that's what we're seeing at the moment this week to have multiple Nigerian players actually go on the record who's lying and so that's it's disappointing because as i said she's just a terrific player and she has noted that before she, when she did pull out for the Tokyo limit there's mental health concerns which are completely legitimate and she's spoken about that in the past at length and, and and we just hope she can get in a good place but it's sad in a lot of ways because her potential is so enormous that gee she could have done it could have delivered the, the opals a gold medal
1: Liz in the last 24 hours has also released a statement on her social media. There is a lot of sort of he said, she said going back and forth on social media. Liz saying, well, she'd never actually officially said she was playing for Nigeria. She just said she was trying to take Mm -hmm. the steps. I mean, who is telling the truth here? What are we missing? What is she missing? Something is the Nigerian Basketball Federation missing something like who is telling the truth in this situation?
0: that's the question. All I'll say is when 99% of people are saying this is the truth and Liz is saying this is the truth, then I'll leave it at that. And I hope that she can get the help that she needs. But, you know, for for now, we've just got to work through this mess because it's not just her involved. There's a lot of other people.
1: Do you get the sense, and you've touched on this, that this could potentially be at the end of Liz Cambage's career. She mm. certainly won't play with the Opals again. And if that's the case, is this a really sort of disappointing moment for basketball generally?
0: Massively. Yeah, yeah, massively. As I said, Liz Cambage at her best is like world class. Yeah. I still think there's a chance that she could come and play, uh, play basketball somewhere. And she's recently, um, you know, expressed that desire in the past in, you know, China, etc. So I hope that's the case. Sometimes it's that argument, Poppy, where you shouldn't sacrifice for talent over culture. And and I think that the Opals have to draw a line in the sand. Recently, Opals coach Sandy Bondello has made that clear. It's not just what happens on the court. It's how we are off the court as well. We have to live and breathe uh, the same you know, principles and the culture is important. You know, we need the right players to fit into that. I hope Liz can find herself. I hope she can find peace because, as you say, it would be devastating for a basketball to to lose someone that, or not to see someone fulfil their potential.
1: So I want to circle back to the Opals as a wider squad and where they are at the moment. So we are less than a year out from an Olympic campaign for them. And you mentioned before that this incident rocked the squad to an extent. Where are they at now and how are they going about rebuilding that culture?
0: Yeah, I think that's the big thing moving forward, Poppy, is that this famed Opals culture uh, that, you know, is really led the way for the boomers like we're talking about the boomers bronze medal you know recently in tokyo on the first one in six decades well the the women have won multiple medals multiple silver medals at the olympics they've actually won a gold medal at the world championships in 2006. it's history for the opals it's the first time The Opals culture is now being restored because, as I said, they were able to draw a line in the sand and say, this culture that means so much, no individual can be bigger than that. There are scars, but I feel like they've moved forward. We've seen Jenna O'Hare who's had to retire and the impact that it had on Jenna was significant. She's she's happy and, and, and moving forward. And the Opals culture is too. We've got so many girls killing it at the WNBL level, then the WNBA, as I mentioned, Magma Gore's over there. And then underneath that, we've got all these young girls right down to like 13, 14. I think they're destined to play for the Opals one day. So the talent is flush. The program's back to its core and what it means. So I think in some ways, it's a blessing that they made this tough decision. And I think moving into Paris, I I think they won't have those distractions like they did in Tokyo with all that drama behind the scenes. And I think the Opals are well placed to return to the podium.
1: Matt Logue, I think you have successfully unraveled, at the very least, some of the string I have on the corkboard from this story. Thank you so much for your time today.
0: (laughs) Thanks for having me, Poppy.
1: Headlines, England's answer to the big bash, the 100, is in full swing, and bowler Spencer Johnson is using his time with the Oval Invincibles to make Australian selectors sit up and take notice. Of his 20-ball spell, he took three wickets for one solitary run. Bold! Full straight and cleans Josh Little up. Well, those figures out, they're only getting better. If he can keep that up, there's a white ball World Cup he might have half an eye on a little later this year. Surfing and world number two Ethan Newing's world title hopes appear to be over after he broke his back surfing Chopu, known for being one of the heaviest breaks in surfing. The Australian fractured his L3 and L4 vertebra and has been ruled out of the Tahiti Pro, which starts this weekend and is unlikely to make it back in time for the WSL finals in September. Netball and another World Cup winning diamond has hung up the dress with shooter Steph Wood announcing she's played her last international match. She'll continue to play in the domestic super netball competition, captaining the Sunshine Coast Lightning. Wood retires a Commonwealth Games gold medalist and a netball World Cup champion. Not bad. And in more retirement news, today was the day for multiple premiership players to retire, apparently, with Richmond triple premiership captain Trent Cotchin and four-time premiership player and Norm Smith medalist Isaac Smith both announcing they'll hang up the boots at season's end. I'm Poppy Penny and this is ABC Sport Daily, produced by Kyle Hopkins. Thanks to The Bleacher Report, Sports Centre, New York Liberty and Fox Sports for the extra audio used in this episode.